Okay, welcome to my podcast. My name is Vinny, and today we're going to be talking about Investigation 3.1. In this podcast series, we will be covering four chapters in the iScam Statistics textbook from both chapters 3 and 4. So, jumping right in into Investigation 3.1, we're comparing two populations proportions and we want to know are the means different between these two populations so in this investigation specifically we compared a categorical variable across two groups and then you might ask how do we tell if the difference in the proportion of these two populations is significant we will get into that So in Investigation 3.1, we're looking at the proportion of children showing some hearing loss in the 90s compared to the 2000s. Not much hearing loss, just if there's any hearing loss at all, then it counts as some hearing loss. So our data is categorical. There's There's only two options, no hearing loss or some hearing loss. And then the way to summarize our sample is by comparing the proportions of both groups. We do that by taking the difference. So taking that difference, we have the proportion of successes from group 1 minus the proportion of successes from group 2. That is the difference. The difference in proportion is our key statistic here that we care about the most. Because, again, we're asking if the rate of successes, in this case the rate of hearing loss, between these populations, one from the 90s and one from the 2000s, are significantly different or not. Once again, we want to know how rare our result is, our observed statistic is, which we can't do just by looking at the numbers. Previously, we were comparing a null hypothesis proportion to our observed proportion. To do this, we generated a bunch of random samples under our null hypothesis proportion and then observed how often we saw results equal or more extreme to our sample proportion. So in this case, our null hypothesis is that the two populations are the same. There's no difference in hearing loss in the 90s or the 2000s. To generate one simulated sample under this null hypothesis, to test if our results fit in the model of the null hypothesis, we're going to generate two random samples with the mean of the population as a whole. In our case, a combination of the mean from the data of the 90s and the 2000s to form an overall population, overall assumed population mean that we will use for our null model. It's also worth noting that the random null model samples will have the same sample sizes corresponding to our sample size of our observed data. We take the difference between these two randomized samples and then we have a random sample representing our null hypothesis. We then of course do this many many more times, like probably a thousand more times using technology. And then we'll get a nice distribution curve, which we can then compare our observed difference between the two samples to our null distribution to see how likely we would 
to see the chance that we would see our observed data assuming the null hypothesis to be true. This is similar to the way we did it with just one population in previous chapters. From there we can get our empirical p-value telling us what we want to know, which is the probability that we would see a result like ours assuming the null hypothesis is true. From there, of course, we can use that result to consider if we reject the null hypothesis or not, depending on what our confidence ratio is. Or not confidence ratio, rather, our, our cutoff point, which we usually set to be 5% or 0.05 probability. Well, that's all we have for episode one. And I hope you guys come back for episode two, in which we will cover Investigation 3.5.